Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. It can feel embarrassing, but fear not because I also get embarrassed by using umbrellas and wearing sunglasses. So (laughs) it's really not that embarrassing. Seriously, does anyone else share my fear of using umbrellas? I think it's so embarrassing. <laughs> You're like, am I overthinking? Everyone else is walking around without one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what it is. I have a weird complex about it. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em, I've noticed that our most popular episode is episode four where we talk about how to prepare for an interview. So this week we're here to go in depth on what's normally like one of the last parts of your interview. Definitely. Every interview I've ever had at the end, they always ask you, so do you have any questions for us? And the number one tip I've been given from nearly everyone in my life is always, always, always have a question. Yeah, absolutely. Having smart questions prepared in advance shows that you're prepared, you're motivated, and that you actually want to know more about the job and the company that you're applying for. Most importantly, though, you should use these questions to genuinely work out whether this is the right job for you. I mean, don't forget Mm. you're interviewing the company or team just as much as they're interviewing you. Like you can't have no questions about a job that you're possibly going to be doing every day very soon. Like you have to have a question. Yeah. And you want to find out even if after the interview, you're kind of going, oh, I don't know if this role is right. Maybe they might change your mind in some of these answers. So use this opportunity wisely. In general, my advice is be curious. I don't think you should find, you know, ask a certain question just because we told you to or find one on the internet. I think you should ask things that you really want to know the answer to but I get that you might want some inspiration. On that note, I have researched 15 questions from the internet and we're going to see what Sarah thinks of each one. So let's get straight into it. First, I found, can you describe an average day in the role? I really like this one and I have used, this is a personal favorite. I always use this because I feel like it's good. They give you a little summary, you know, you'll come in, do this, this, this. Um, Yeah, I just feel like it's good. What do you think about this question? Really good. Very helpful if they haven't already covered this. So this is one of the things that you might prepare this question and then they might actually cover it during the interview. But if they haven't, you really want to know what does the day-to-day role look like? They might just fire questions at you and they might not have actually given you much information other than the ad. So really good one. And then we have what characteristics and abilities does a successful employee here generally have? Thoughts on that? 
I like this one too. Um, I think what you're talking about here is you're not saying what do I need to do, but you're getting that information. And what you'll often find when I've been asked this question in the past, what you'll often find is they give, give you a bit of insider information into the culture and what kinds of people are going to really succeed. And you can use that information to work out, is this something that I'm going to like? Can I be that kind of person or not? Awesome. And then we have, what does the training process look like? I think this is a good one because, I mean, yeah, sure, you get the job and stuff, but are they going to throw you in the deep end? Are you going to spend three weeks sitting next to someone? I feel like this is really helpful. What do you think? It is a good question to ask, absolutely. But the only thing I'd say is be careful that you don't make this question part of, you know, three or four questions that you ask that are all about what's in it for you. Totally fine to include this if some of your other questions are a bit more varied, but if all you're asking is about the benefits, the promotion opportunities and the training, then you're asking all about what do I, what am I getting out of this here? And I think that can come across um, potentially the wrong way. But in general, what does the training process look like? I think it's great. It means you're thinking ahead, you're planning for what does your induction normally involve. It's great. Just be conscious that you're not asking, you know, what's in it for me too much. So maybe pair that one with the previous question or something about culture. Absolutely. Okay. And next I had, how will my performance be evaluated? Are there both formal and informal feedback processes? Tell us about this one. This is an interesting one. It's not my favorite. I think if you do it in the right way, it can be done well. If you say, you know, what are the key KPIs or the key achievement areas for this role? What does success look like? That's a really good way to phrase this. But I think if you're talking about, okay, do I get rated on a scale of one to five? How do I pass that performance criteria? It can seem a bit defensive or a bit like you're preparing yourself to go, how are you going to measure me? I think you just need to be careful and make sure that this one comes from a place of genuine curiosity about how do I know that I'm doing a really good job? Will I get some feedback? You know, is there a regular process? You can make it sound genuine, but just be careful. Great advice. Then I have the company's mission statement emphasizes, you know, whatever it is that we have great team bonding or that we have empathy or whatever the mission is. Can you tell me how that comes across in daily life working here? I like this because it gets the company to talk about themselves and it gets, you know, whoever the interviewer is to talk about the company they work for. People love talking about themselves, talking about the business. You just want to make sure you don't get too much of a, a humble brag vibe from this one being like, well, I did some research and I know that your mission statement is this. So, you know, what does that mean? Because you kind of sound like you don't really care what the answer is. You're just trying to say, hey, hey, I did research. I did research. I looked up the website. <laughs> yeah. So, again, as long as it's genuine curiosity that you manage to get this across with, um, really great question. You can ask about values as well instead of the mission. It's the same kind of thing. Fantastic. And then we have, can you tell me about the other people I'll be working with closely? What do you think of this? Love it. Tell me about the team. Tell me about who else I'll be working with. I think it's a genuine curious question. And this is one of the things that you're probably going to really want to be interested in the answer to. Yeah. How, how big is the team? What are they like? You know, do they all work in the office? How old are they? What roles do they have? How senior are they in relation to this role that you're going for? 
all of that is really useful information that you can use in the process or that you'd want to know before starting in the role. So this is one of my favorites. Awesome. And now going into one of my favorites, I have used this every time in an interview. Um, in your experience, what are some of the highlights of working here or like what's been the ultimate career highlight for you? I just feel like leads into what you were just saying. People love talking about themselves. They get to put the company on show. Back me up there. Is that what you think as well? I've genuinely used this in my last few interviews and it works so well. Great. Uh, what's really great is if you if you couple this with researching your interviewer, like we said too, and you worked out that they've been in the business for six years, you can combine this question with that. What's kept you in the business for six years? What do you like it, about it so much? And you're being really curious, but you're also showing, I looked you up. I have done mm, my research. The double whammer. Whammer. Yeah. And whammy. You, you <laughs> You get such passion out of people in this answer and it'll really show you if they really love working for this business, you'll be able to see that passion. And if they don't, you'll you'll kind of see some red flags pop up here. So really great one. And next I've got a bit more of a direct sort of hard assy one. I have, I want to walk out of this room knowing I've done everything I can to convince you I want this job. Is there anything you might be concerned about or that I have missed that I can address for you? Now we haven't pre-discussed how we feel about these questions. Like it's a, it's a raw reveal for me with your reaction, but I just feel like you're not going to like that. It sounds very intense. It It's, it's, Pretty bold. You it have sa- to have yeah. some serious balls. It sounds like to, an ex-boyfriend to- begging for another chance. Like, is there any way I can convince you to take me back? I don't know. <laughs> I get those vibes. <laughs> I've actually had this question asked to me when I was an interviewer. And I'll be honest, it really caught me off guard. But I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. If your interview has gone well and the person kind of phrases it, again, re- from a real genuine place of going – is there any concerns about my, you know, candidacy that you have? Um, a girl that we ended up employing actually asked this question and it, it got us to a really honest place of saying, oh, okay, well, actually everything's gone really well. If there was anything, I'd say we're probably concerned about X and then that gave her an opportunity to respond to it. So this one, you've got to be really bold um, to be able to pull this off. So. Um, but I think if you can do it well, you, it ends up bringing out a really great conversation. So proceed with caution. It's definitely. I think not it's for about everyone. the tone as well. Yeah. Again, and it depends on what other questions you couple it with and what other tone. If you are the kind of person who's going to come across in an interview as super, super confident, um, high, you know, ego in that interview. This might push them over the edge to think yeah, that you too much are maybe a bit too cocky. Um, however, if you're in a sales environment and you're going for a sales job, this is like a closing question. Yeah, maybe this yeah. is the, the yeah the perfect energy they want. Exactly. So you got to put it in context. Um, I don't think you should rule it out, but it's not it's not for all players. Proceed with caution. That's exactly Proceed right. Proceed with caution. Hey job hunters, big news. Our all new course Interview Academy is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep. It takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? 
It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. All right. The next one I found was how would you describe your leadership style? So good. Obviously only relevant if the person who you're interviewing with is actually the manager of the role who you'd be reporting to or you know, not even directly, but maybe, you know, the the person up from them or something. Love it. Again, gets them to talk about themselves, but it's also really, really telling of whether you're going to want to actually enjoy working for that manager. Um, If you've had bad managers in the past, micromanagers, you want to know what's their philosophy, what's their leadership style, um, how do they kind of motivate their team. And this is going to be one that if you've got concerns about whether you like that job or not, the manager of the role is one of the key things that could make it awesome and you'll get a lot of value. Or make it horrible. Question. <laughs> exactly. Incredible. And then we have how would you describe the workplace culture? This is another favourite of mine. I just feel like it's easy if, you know, you're going to an interview, you can always have this in the back of your mind. It applies to any job that you're going for. You want to know what the culture's like. Yep. Good one. It's a go-to for a lot of people. You'll find it's quite common for people to ask this at the end of their interview. So just keep that in mind. You just want to make sure that when you're picking which questions you want to ask, don't go for all generic ones. As much as they might be great to use, it doesn't allow you to stand out. I'd maybe go for two, you know, really solid common ones and then maybe throw something in there that's a little bit unique to you. So great question. Similar reasons as, you know, why do you like working here? Get some to talk about the business. You're going to find out a lot of info this way. Now, next up, I like this one. This is intriguing. What do you imagine the career path to be for someone in this role? I like this because I feel like you're asking them to give you possible trajectory of where you could end up. And I like that. Yes, and it's in a hypothetical way, which yeah. I really like about the way it's not, they've it's not this. making it about you, like about where yes. can my career go. It's just generic. The role, what are the opportunities? I like it. Yeah, and what you'll find is that they'll end up talking about the people that have actually already come from yeah. this role and where and they done cool ended things. Up. Yeah, and I think I just. I think this is a really great question. Again, the only flag that I would say here is if you're going to say what training do you provide, what's the career path and what are the benefits of working here, again, they're all very like gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, So just be conscious of that. Amazing. And then we have where do you see the company in three years' time? What do you think of this one? Really good. I think this content is often forgotten about in an interview, unless you're going for a role that's very strategic where you're going to be involved in the future plans, they just often won't remember to bring up stuff about what's on the horizon for the business. And you can find out some really juicy content that you can actually use in later stages of the interview. You might find out that they're planning to expand to another country. You might find out that they're going into a different industry. You might find out about some key goals that the company has. And you, they won't necessarily already be included in the interview. So this is a really good one, particularly if you think they're the kind of company that's got interesting things in their future. Great one to ask for like a startup or something like that. This next one is super interesting. We have beyond the hard skills required to successfully perform this job, what soft skills would best serve the company and position best? Interesting. What you're looking for here is a hint on what kind of person you need to be 
to to tick the boxes for this role. Only going to be useful if they haven't already covered this. Like if they've asked you lots of questions about communication skills and influencing and all this stuff, and then you throw this question back at them, they're going to be like, yeah, I feel like we've already been through that. It's the same stuff that we already said. So may not be relevant because they might have already covered it, but could be a good one if you really want to work out what do I need to do in the next round of interviews to really stand out. Awesome. And then we have, what are the challenges of this position? I feel like this is good. Mm. You want to know what are the bad parts? What's yeah. going to be hard? They're trying Tell to sell it to you in the interview generally, but it's good to be like, what are the challenges? What, what am I going to struggle with? What can I expect? Yep. Yep. Again, quite common. I've heard a lot of people use this one, but it always leads to a really productive conversation because you're getting the inside knowledge of someone who knows that job really well. What are the barriers you're going to come up against? And you may not have you know, really talked about them or considered them before and going to be really helpful to work out, okay, am I up for those challenges? Or does that sound like, oh, there's a lot of resistance to change, you know, it's going to be a hard slog. And then you start going, oh, is that a red flag for me? Do I want this job? And then we have our lucky last little question I found. What are the next steps in this process and when can I expect to hear from you? I feel like this might be controversial because, I don't know, I feel like they they generally tell you this already and I feel like if I'm going to predict what you're going to say, you will say <laughs> if they haven't told you this, it's okay to ask but only after you've already asked two other questions that are lovely and not about you. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? It's so I was going to say it's kind of a non-question. It's not it's like oh do you have yeah. any questions for us and then they go yeah I want to know what's next. It doesn't count as a question. Yeah. So it can be like your third one or maybe as a you know after you've asked So I was questions. right. See? Yeah. You were so right. You know me too well. Um if they haven't already told you though, you definitely want to ask this. This is going to help you get clarity and work out if they say to you, we're going to we're going to get back to you by the end of the week, you then know, okay, if it's next week, I can follow up because they told me it'd be by the end of the week. So you you want to know this, but just it doesn't really count as a proper question. Yeah, noted. All right, so awesome. We've been through some really common questions there, debunked them, talked about the pros and cons, how to proceed with caution with some of them. How many should we be picking? I mean – can we sit there and bombard them with 10? Do we only need one? What's the magic number? I like to say that you should prepare three to go in with. And I think you should pick them up front about things that you're genuinely curious about knowing about that position, keeping in mind that they may cover one or even two of those questions. So maybe you even prepare four questions with the intention of maybe asking two of them of your top two. You might you know, go through the the process and they cover all the training and that was one of the things you're going to ask about so you don't need to ask that again. So prepare more than you need and then ask whatever's left over at the end. Also going to want to be a judge though of like how long have you been talking? Do you have a really good feel for the role already? Maybe you only ask one really good question and then, you know, hey, what's next? So, yeah, no set answer, varies. Three or four for good measure, prepare. Do you have any other tips about when we're asking questions, any other little things we should do? Yeah, this is something I said to you, Em, before you went for an interview. I strongly believe that you should be writing these questions down and bringing them in with you in a notebook, um, on a bit of paper. This can feel really weird. It can um, feel embarrassing. But fear not because I also get embarrassed by using umbrellas and wearing sunglasses. So (laughs) 
it's really not that embarrassing. Seriously, does anyone else share my fear of using umbrellas? I think it's so embarrassing. <laughs> You're like, am I overreacting? Yeah, I don't know. Without one. Just, I don't know what it is. I have a weird complex about it. But um, yeah, bring a notebook because honestly, I had so much going through my head during that interview that if I didn't have them written down, I probably would have stuttered and forgot and... It probably made me exactly. seem really organised. Probably exactly. made me seem like I had my shit together. You have gone through maybe an hour's worth of conversation. You've been bamboozled. You're exhausted. You've answered all these questions being fired at you. And then they go, do you have any questions? And you're like, oh, I've forgotten. Prepare them with you. Bring them in a, in a notebook. When they say, do you have any questions? Yeah, actually, yes. I did prepare some questions. And then you open it up. What does that make you look like? You've done your preparation, you've done your research and you've brought some questions with you and you could even, you know, mentally cross out, oh, they've answered that one, they've answered that one. Okay, cool. I'm going to ask question number three that I had ready. So notebook, necessary. Notebook, necessary. Questions prepared. Interview smashed. Wow. <laughs> Well, that's it. That wraps up this episode. Hope you guys found that informative, entertaining, enjoyable, all of that. So those are 15 question ideas for the next interview that you have. Thanks so much for listening. Wrap your ears around us next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.